This is episode 216. I think I might have loose jacks. Coming to you from a rather attached island. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> we haven't done a coming to you yeah. uh, in a while, but uh, yeah, a rather attached island. It's the tone control. It's the start of my vacation. Bing. Bing. Va- Justin, vacation edition. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Hi. How you doing? I am a complete mess. I'm super stressed out. And of course, as soon as I sat down, like everything went haywire. And so we're 15 minutes late because of it all. I am I'm leaving for a trip tomorrow morning at like 7 a.m. Oh. We're going to do That's island fun. life for a week. It's supposed to be fun. But of course, I struggle all week to get enough work done and mm. then a bunch of house stuff that has to get done comes up and I'm trying to like do all this crap and some of the work I'm trying to do is actually mixing music so I'm like trying to be in a creative frame of mind also and mm. I basically just barely got it all out the door and everything's ready to load in the car I think like at this moment I'm actually ready to like sleep and then wake up and leave except mm. so- that I have this, I just still have this pressure. Ugh. Right, like I, I get that thing where like you're you're crazed and you're doing all this stuff and then you do it all, but your body's not done being crazed. So you're kind of like, oh. uh, you have all this like energy and you're not really sure. It can't be applied to anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I'm saying that I am usually doing something like this that's like a fun thing that it's part of my, this is part of my life routine, right? I'm going to be a podcaster now. So hopefully this will reset mm-hmm. me, but I just, I feel like I need to apologize <laughs> because... No, you're fine. Do you feel like you're coming in hot? Yeah, it, it's like, it's like if I'm doing this or doing doing like a, a, a Twitch stream or something, it's like, I'm, I'm, I, I need to not be a bummer. And I feel uh, yeah. coming into this, I'm like, oh, don't be a bummer. Don't, so here, 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 yeah. uh, uh, the tone control, dude. I'm all out, I'm all out of seltzer, and I got nothing in a koozie. I got my oh. giant ass Hydroflask water bottle with yep. a honey pick sticker, uh, a Mythos sticker, a tone control sticker, obviously. Obvi, obvi. Um, another Delaney. Mythos sticker, a 37 effects sticker. Um, yep, Delaney, uh, Baymax for no reason. Just you know, <laughs> why okay. not? I had a Baymax sticker. Slap it on there. <sighs> all right, I'm feeling a little better. Just yeah, just we that. can take all the time you need, like <laughs> you know. Look uh, at Baymax; he's so happy. He's waving. Yep, there he, says, he is. Hey, bro, bro, it's all good. Just chilling. Okay, um, okay, okay. How are you doing? So, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> As of today, so like we're now. Hang on, let me just like get the number right because I keep losing track. Um, Beth is 35 weeks pregnant. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So we've we've done all the baby classes. We're like. You know, things are really moving. Um, on the other side of this wall behind me is the nursery, and it's like very put together and, and yeah. getting uh, far more finalized. Like a real human's going to live there, and that's kind of weird. But um, my favorite part about human this week with a is butt that, and everything. <laughs> yeah, 
My favorite part about this week is that the apps tell me that our baby is the size of a moderately successful game of Jenga. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, anytime I've ever had moderate success at a game of Jenga, it's way bigger than your baby is. There's no way. Yeah. Because it's, it, well, look at that, for example. Look at that. Damn. Look at that. That's a friggin' Jenga made with two by fours. Oh my God, he hit it in the face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that oh that poor kid got hit in the face with two by fours that's not great sure did okay <laughs> so uh, that's just you know yeah that's a fun thing for me today it's fun usually um, they use fruit oh yeah I mean so the app we have you can choose your comparison um, <laughs> so, so, so you chose how successful a game no, no. of Jenga it should be <laughs> no well no it tells you every week like what they are so um, yeah the the food this week is a spaghetti squash. Which I feel like it's way more accurate. I don't think I know um, that squash. That's a squash varietal I'm not aware of. <laughs> <laughs> um, also the size of, oh, sorry, as big as a plate of spaghetti from Lady and the Tramp. Not just any plate oh, of spaghetti, but the one sized. from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> yeah. And then a moderately successful game of Jenga. So that's the 80s and 90s nostalgia category. So, you know, you can pick your poison every week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I got to stop looking at the Jenga but, in the, the I know, Jenga me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what else? What else has been going on? I'm back in school, yeah. and this is the last term I have before my final term. Final term works a little bit differently, so this is my fir- my last, sorry, last kind of regular class, mm-hmm. and that that's craziness. So, and I'm I'm back into like a creative output mode, which is also weird. Like I'm not in that frame of mind like you were just saying. Yeah. So it's a little bit weird to come back out of like this heavy literature analysis stuff and like, you know, looking at it through all these different critical lenses to just like, let's write a story. What is what's my character's name? <laughs> you know, and wow. I, I'm really rusty with that. So it's we're at the end of week one here. So it's uh you know, um yeah the chat's asking me to talk about PJ. And if you're in Discord, you know about that already. And I'm not going to talk about it here, but if you want to know Come to Discord. That's uh, <laughs> Discord.io <laughs> that, that's, slash tone control. That's Discord bait one of three for tonight. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hmm. yeah. Damn. Damn. Damn, dude. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to do? I, mean, I don't know. Like, what are are you, is what is what is supposed to happen right now? I we're going to go to. So this is a the vacation we're taking is to Edisto Island in South Carolina, which we've been to before. Okay. We're doing a revacation from a couple of years ago. Um, I've not revacationed anywhere like yeah like that before. Like yeah. other than places I would go when I was a kid because we had family right. there. But I've not revacationed a place with Beth. Yeah. So it's. Um, it's, it's an island, but it's, it's a rather attached island, you know, like you have to take a long bridge to get there, Mm -hmm. but you're not, you know, you don't have to take a boat to get there. Uh, and it's, it's just a tourist spot. It's just some nice beaches. There's Oceanside and then there's Bayside and the Bayside is like shallow forever and full of dolphins, um, which is pretty (laughs) rad. Um, we went on a... Last time we went on like a dolphin tour thing where they take us out in like a in like a twenty foot boat or or whatever, and I remember the captain. It was Captain Landon, and he was this he was this twenty something guy. He was a lot of fun captaining this boat around. He let Arya drive the boat a little bit, and she oh, was wicked. like she was like three or something. 
Um, <laughs> and we booked we booked the same place. And Marielle was like, I'm going to send him an email. And she sent him an email. She's like, last time we had a super good time with Captain Landon. I have no idea if he still works there, but I just wanted to tell you that. And they were like, in an hour, they wrote back. They're like, he still is a valued member of our community. And he <laughs> typically charters fishing boats. And here's a picture of him holding a giant tuna. <laughs> And if he's around, let's see if he'll come out of retirement for it. <laughs> I, we will ask him if he's if he's able to to come uh, do your do your dolphin tour. That's so, wicked. What kind of captain name is that? I don't know. The guy was the guy was on fire though. Like he, so he turned up and was, I've so heard that name before. That's not weird. <laughs> we're we're all hanging <laughs> like there's there's us and like the the couple of other families that are coming out on this particular trip, and we turn up at like nine a.m. or whatever. And after a while, like this other guy and a lady kind of approach. And he kind of walks up and says something like, what's the story with the, the the captains here for this company all being late all the time? Like he kind of like mouths <laughs> off about how they're, they're garbage or something and kind of stands around with us for like two straight minutes. <laughs> and then finally he's like, well, anyway, let's go. Well, anyway, let's take this boat out. <laughs> um, not that That's he was funny. like super late or anything, but, and everybody's got the picture of all the TV captains now. I like oh this. Gosh. There's so much happening in the chat. Yeah. We got a lot of people here tonight. Welcome, yep. everybody. Shout out to the Discord chat. Shout out, shout um, out to Discord. There is this new thing in yeah. Discord where apparently voice channel or yeah, voice channels can have a text chat within them. And I don't know if we're gonna. I don't really. I haven't experimented with it. I don't know how to do it. Um, uh, in the there's, I put click uh, open chat. So if you click, if you're looking at oh, the, shoot. yeah, there it is. Yeah, it covered it my face. It definitely covered up. This is what I was afraid was going to happen. All right, so we're going to X that out. We're not going to use that. Yeah. We're going to use I like the, the idea of having chat. our. Yeah, I like the idea of having our chat history there. Um, and oh, by the way, tonight the gift call is bears. <laughs> oh, this so, is going to be something. <laughs> yeah. So um, bears are going to be going down during the Petal Genie bit later on. Yeah. And bring your best bear gifts. All right. <sighs> All right, I think. Okay, I think you feeling better? Yeah, I am. I'm feeling. I'm feeling a bit better. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking it's time to settle in. We're gonna do a little bit of uh, normality here. Thanks to Pedal yeah. Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. Okay, and now for the first moment all week, I am going to look at the show notes. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Nam. Yeah, That's it. Uh, Nam's is going on. I. I. Didn't I didn't put a sound in there and that's that's it. What's I'll get removed from YouTube. What's going on? I don't know. Oh man. This was minutes ago, Justin. Try to keep up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got too many windows. I, I gotta switch around. So Nam all right. Nam's going down. And I, I did notice because even if I had my head ducked into work the past week, it was unavoidable because of course the the email inbox just explodes with like check out our our new shit. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, I will volunteer that my poll from Nam so far, I saw a bunch of random stuff, but my poll was um Neve, AMS Neve getting into the uh small like desktop interface game, the two channel interface game. Mm-hmm. Uh at the, to the tune of about a thousand dollars, so they're about ten times the cost of of uh, where the competition my, seems to be landing. My focus right, right solo here on my desk, which is great, by the way. Like, oh, here, it's it's kicking ass. Here's the thing: like, people ask me about <laughs> microphones for various things, like a lot of podcasting and like streaming and other nonsense. And it's like, should I get the the SM7B? Is of course like it's a great microphone, but it's like 
it's like hype to hype it's city. A, it's a status microphone. It yeah. is. And everybody's like, oh, do I need this? And I'm like, you know what you need? Because I can give you plenty of examples of it sounding fucking brilliant. Is the pod mic from Rode, which costs $100. It's like it's like getting an yep. SM58, except it's formed to look like it's supposed to look and, and have a built-in pop screen and everything. Yeah. And the Focusrite Scarlett. I love this mic. And you don't need any of those cloud lifters or any of that shit that everybody tells you you need because guess what? It sounds brilliant. <laughs> and those... Boom, 200 bucks, yeah. you're right into podcasting. Yeah. Or you can buy the, the interface from AMS Neve for about 1,000 bucks, and I'm sure Boom. it's great. Boom, 1,200 bucks, you're right into podcasting. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Technically, that one's a 10 input because it has an ADAT on it, um, which is a nice touch. Okay. And they've got they've got analog... Um, uh, uh, What's it? it? So in guitars, we would say it's it's a effects loop. What is it? It's an insert point. They've got an a, full oh. analog insert points on both channels, um, which is definitely like some highbrow stuff that people who have a tiny desktop interface are not typically equipped to use. <laughs> uh, but it's I there. certainly am not. It's there. I mean, <laughs> like so I just need a thing that that will listen to my microphone and yeah. will listen to my guitar, right? And the rest is history. So I mean, you know, the point of the point of a, a analog uh, inputs like. Uh, uh, um, insert points like that is you could put a hardware compressor or a hardware EQ mm-hmm. in line with it, um, which typically with a USB interface you can't do, right? Because your preamp is going directly mm-hmm. into your computer. So, I mean, that is a feature that's distinct, but it's not. It, it's just hilarious to me that like everybody enters this market and then Neve is like, you know what? Us too. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, what's fun that you saw? Um, I just, I'm excited to see that NAMM's back. It's not really, I I think it's maybe not going the way it has gone in the past. It seems Mm. pretty light. The coverage is a little bit different. You know, it's the first one back from COVID. Yeah. It's also, it's in Anaheim and it's in the summer, but it's at the time of the NAMM that's in Nashville. So it's like a little, the timeline's a little confused. So winter NAMM is usually in Anaheim, but, um, I'm kind of curious if they're going to move to a once a year model Summer Nam was always like so much smaller. Right. I don't right. really know why they did it, but um Well, they'll do I'm, it. I'm as excited long as to see supported, like right. And and if if now yeah. they're coming back, like we may settle into a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see it all in my feed, right? Like yeah. it feels like, oh yeah, cool. Like look at all this gear. Like there's just stuff to kind of like just pick through and like, mm-hmm. oh, I like this. And like, yeah, I've seen that already. And I what's interesting though is we've moved the industry has kind of moved to this releasing gear a little bit throughout the year. Instead model? of all at once, because they didn't have it. Instead of all at once. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a little bit strange because I still feel like we're we're seeing new products at NAM, but we're also seeing stuff that was announced a month ago yeah. at NAM as presented as though it's new, which it is, but it's still like from a month ago. So it feels kind of like, uh, yeah. I've seen this already. <laughs> it's like they had the freedom but, to stagger a little bit and avoid being yeah. in each other's way. Yeah. Maybe. And so yeah. Yeah, I like seeing the coverage, the interviews from the floor and stuff. Like some of the guitar YouTubers I follow are there and they're working on videos and stuff. So like that just feels nice. I'm like, I like that. But um, we can dive into this first news thing. That That's a, that's a NAM news. All right, all right. Let me, here, let me hit you with something. Is that the Octahive? No, that's the Hoof Reaper. Ah. Hoof Reaper. Um so let's see. I'm sticking that right here, right? Yeah. Hoof Reaper. 
not bother, bothering to capitalize anything. Yeah, that's an old one. Since, since I've been going yeah. through the sound bites, and um, there's a bunch of them that were so old that they were saved in separate left and right audio files. And hmm. that was such a pain that I just never <laughs> dealt with them. So now I'm like, I'm having to reconvert all of them. So I'm like, well, I'll dig out all my old ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's fun. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, so here we go. So what's what's the dub- double so, cuts? Okay. Double cuts. Tell me yeah, about so double cuts. Abasi, Abasi Concepts. Are you familiar with Abasi Concepts, Justin? I am now. I mean, look at this motherfucker. Okay. So Abasi <laughs> Concepts started by Tosin Abasi Right, the guy behind animals as leaders and stuff. So, um, it's like they they make these. Have you ever seen those bases where that there's no uh, top horn? It's kind of like a Les Paul, but it goes all the way up the fretboard, like really far. Oh, they, their guitars yes, kind of look like that. that. Yeah. So they they make these like super progressive guitar designs, and they have that. They're often extended scale, uh, multi scale things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor says the shape rules. He plays bass. I trust him. I don't know if I would like it for guitar because I'm like used to wrapping my thumb over, but whatever. Yeah. Is this a seven um, string? So this is this, the first this orange one is a seven string, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. these are the first designs from Abasi Concepts that have like the double horn shape. Okay. Uh, the more traditional guitar design, at least in the top bouts. Um, I like their inlays here. Like, yeah, they, it looks like a story. <laughs> it's a story arc. <laughs> it's a story arc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one got you good, didn't it? <laughs> I'm having fun. All right. Good. All He's right. back. I wanna, um, <laughs> what's this called? The six string Emmy and Latte. Yeah, that one's a, a Strat, basically. It's effectively a yeah. Strat. Very cool. And the other one's a, a big, chunky humbucker <laughs> style. It's a seven-string version. The six-string version will drop uh, next year. So um, so would you like, hold, sorry the, to interrupt, would you hold this like like flamenco? Like, is that meant to go right you could. in my crotch right there? I mean, is that what that is? If you wanted. If you wanted. I mean. Well, I mean, I can hold, if I wanted, I can hold any guitar like that. I'm asking, like, look at the shape, true. the way the back is all cut off. and Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen anyone sit down with it, actually, now that I think about it. I've always huh. seen them All right. with the strap. But anyway, so now as if out of nowhere, Tosin Abasi, completely separately from all of this, gets an artist model from Ernie Ball Music Man. <laughs> Just like, why not? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, right? Why is his own <laughs> company not doing his model? I don't know. It's, it's really kind of confusing. So there's another link in the show notes there right. um, under the same bullet. Right over here, and like this, this um, that's the whole Nam lineup. It's that second one in from the left, the the gray one. This Silver is the gray one, one. silvery yeah. gray. So scroll down. It's the first one below the fold. Okay. And oh wow, it, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, <laughs> right? Like it, it's it looks pretty wild. I think it pretty clearly borrows yeah. design language from other Ernie Ball Music Man stuff. Um, it has like the gearless Steinberger tuners and things like that. Right. And, Multi-scale, it's a new uh, trim design. Um, so, I mean... It looks like... I misspoke a second ago. It said I said that the seven-string was out now and the six-string was coming later for um, Abasi. That's actually for Ernie Ball Music Man. So, correction. Right, six-string 2023. Yeah. This looks like it would be in um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. I, I, now, I know those were... Um, Oh shoot! Now I'm blanking on the name of the. the you remember the when the guy comes and plays the guitar from the future, and it's it's like well, it's, with it's no just like the next and, evolution. Yeah, it's the next evolution of pointy guitar. You know, we haven't seen yeah. pointy guitar market in a while. I guess. <laughs> um, I I think as far as pointy guitars go, I don't hate this. 
Uh huh. I, I don't love it. I would rather have like the St. Vincent, I think. I, yeah. Or even the Albert Lee model. But um, that's the St. Vincent's definitely more like if I was going to pick one for myself, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, all kinds of things are flooding into my head. Like this looks like this would be your a character weapon in like a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> like there'd be yeah. one character who for some reason uses guitars because that's how Final Fantasy works. And this is what it would look like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I like that. I like that. Uh, I think I'm, I'm really concerned, not concerned, but the thing that's most interesting to me is that Ernie Ball Music Man is making Tosin Abasi's artist model, yet he has a guitar company. Maybe he... Right, like, that yeah. just, it reads weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, yeah, well, um, business is a weird place or something. I know. I mean, whatever. That's fine. Here, I'm going to post a link to the Abasi Concepts site. Um, so you can take a look at those the other model that they're currently making, the which has that like, super extended upper horn. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I mean, Matt asked if I'm putting my thumb over the 12th fret. Probably not. But it just it feels to me like I would find it odd. God, look at that so, guy. <laughs> yeah. It looks like you should play it on your lap. Like, no, don't sign up today. Get out of my face. Don't you know how bad that makes your site look when I put you on the stream? Uh, anyways. I'd love to try one. I like the idea of these like really mm-hmm. engineered guitars that are um, like all futuristic looking for the sake of like not all guitars need to look like Strats, Tellys, and Les Pauls. You know, yeah. like what, what else can we do? We owe it to ourselves to try other stuff and stuff like Strandberg and... Um, Abasi Concepts does that right. pretty well, I think. Eight so, string is like so wide. Oh, I know. Jesus. So anyway, all right. Anyway, that's all. Just I saw those two headlines. And I was like, "What? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> these two things do not match. <laughs> Are these both this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Cool. That's it. Cool. Um, do another. Let's do another news item. Let's do oh another news item. I'm going to pull another deep cut. It's the Moog MF ring. It it super is. It super is. <laughs> yeah. Because what I mean, who else would make just a pure what else would ring, it be? Yeah. ring modulator, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Okay. So on to the next thing from two notes. The two notes. The two notes. So, uh, guitar analog amp sim. So, two notes, who's made a career out of simulating tube stuff and, and doing impulse responses and, and doing everything they can to uh, untube everything that ha- that was previously tubed, uh, has put a tube into. Well, yeah, that and, and uncabinet everything. Sure, as sure. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Uh, this is the this satisfies the itch I have about this podcast, where it's like, what's cool enough to talk about? Yeah, and this it's, I like because it's an it's more gear that's really blurring the line. Peaked over between, the threshold. <laughs> yeah, it's blurring the line between tube amp, like you know, like the traditional thing, and a pedal version of all of that. It's yeah. not modeling, though. That's right. what's very cool about this. This is not an amp simulator. Uh, even though it says analog amp sim, it is a fully analog circuit path in here with a tube mm-hmm. running at 200 volts. Okay, pretty close. So it's doing its tube it's thing. Doing its yeah. thing. Um, yeah, 
After years of research and removing tubes, we've come to a conclusion. We're putting a tube in it. <laughs> Guess what, everybody? Yep. Just when you thought the tube shortage was over. Okay, so so now this but this is a departure for them because typically it's like a load yeah. box situation where you're basically you're you're feeding your amp into it and they are they're taking I, I was being a little facetious. They they take the loudness out of your Correct. sound without changing your sound if they can help it, right? So so that's been the two notes thing, and it's been a lot of recording, and to a certain extent, just you know, being quieter um, mm-hmm. or direct input. Uh, so now, I mean, so where do I go with this? Do I plug a guitar straight into this? Is this the only thing I have? Yeah. Well then. So here's the well deal, then, right? It's a three-channel <laughs> it's <over>. preamp. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> three-channel preamp, American Clean, British Crunch, and Modern Lead. Those are based on a Fender. Are you okay? <laughs> I made myself cough. Okay. <laughs> oh my I'm god, good. it's contagious. <laughs> um, over the internet. Yep. Okay. Um, the American Clean based on a Fender Deluxe, the Marshall Plexi for the British Crunch, and the Modern Lead is an SLO, Soldano SLO 100. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's not modeling. But it does have cabinet sim. Yeah. So it'll do that. And you can go like, there's an XLR out. You can go to front of house. You can go to an FRFR. You can skip all of that and go into an amp and just like have those preamp sounds as stages into your tube amp. Um, okay. All three into, channels into a power have amp a boost. Or yeah. Yeah. All three channels have a switchable boost, which is very cool. Um, it has an effects loop to insert pedals into it. Oh, okay. so as so, well. So it's still, it also oh, okay because because well, why does it need an effects loop for that? Hold on, hold on. I need to. I, oh, look at this. Yeah, switchable. So it's got the effects okay, loop. Keep talking, and it'll do four cable method. So you can put it into the preamp stage of any amp with an effects loop. So you know what I'm saying? It will go into an amp's effects loop. And then you as plug the preamp in, for that amplifier, as a preamp for the amplifier, and then, but if it's in the effects loop, then it's after the preamp of that amplifier, right? But, uh, but stuff like my rev pedal, over here, you can of. you can turn that preamp off. Oh, okay, you can, yeah. So, yeah, um, which and is then a, it a has two an notes product, loop. but yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you, what get, I'm you can do be doing is, some real shit. <laughs> you're really gonna. So if I and and bear with me here. If I have so I have an amp, let's say I have a Rev D20, and I'm going to insert this four cable method into the effects loop of the Rev D20, mm-hmm. and then this has an effects loop which I can put pedals into. So obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to put my HX stomp into there, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put my Copper Sound, you know, tremolo into mm-hmm. the effects loop of the HX stomp. Does time slow down for the copper sound pedal because we're that far into like how many how many, how many seconds have we done it? <laughs> yeah, how many loops are within your loop? And if the copper sound pedal turns <laughs> off, do you die in real life? Or <laughs> I was just watching Doctor Who before coming up here, and they had this quote. It was like, "How many seconds are in an eternity?" And that's what I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. Yeah, you're three loops removed from your signal. Uh-huh. <laughs> is there How a many common ground between all those, or have we lifted the ground somewhere? 
Are we standing on common the ground? ground like electrical ground <laughs> or like, yes, earth. you know, like a metaphorical ground? <laughs> it's both, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so I like this. I, it's three ninety nine. You can get them on pre order right now. Mm-hmm. And this is in that thing where like that's a the, good price. That's a great price. I think this is this is wicked. There's I also almost a base let that roll version. by, but now I'm this is standing out to me now. Yeah, that's a good price. Wow. I mean, you're still under the price of a used HX Stomp, and it's really like if you don't want to go into that realm, there yeah. you go. If you want something a little more than like an Iridium or the ACS-1. It does has a little bit more under the hood in that sense. Right. It's um, those new UA pedals that we were... Yeah. I don't know if you shared those a while back, but they've got those three new amp-in-a-box pedals. It's the same price as those. It's a much better deal than but those. But those are, those are, those are one amp. Right. This is, this is three different things, and it can be your clean, your crunch, and your lead. Yeah. Jeez. So with with switchable boost on each channel, mind you. So right, kind of six channels. Kind of, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a and lot. I think so, the price. So then we've got this headphone um, out. We got an aux in, and I got to recall the bot. Uh, this isn't super important, but. Yep, um, aux in headphone out, and it has an XLR out. Yeah, it's an XLR. So, so with a ground lift on it, MIDI on an mm-hmm. eighth inch jack. Stop scrolling on me, you stupid images. I'm come are we? Back here. Are we good on the? I'm gonna pause. I, for I a have second, to. I have to recall. No, it's fine because it's. I don't. I don't okay. need it right now. I kind of only need him for the end, but. Um, it's not. Yeah, so it, it, Matt's saying in the chat, this won't power a cabinet. Yeah, that's true. You, you would need to go into um, like an FRFR thing, or you could go to front of house mm, if okay. you had the uh, the cabinet sim going as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's that's a cool thing. There's also, I, I don't know if you heard me say this a second ago, there is a bass version as well. And yeah. I bet this thing doesn't suck. Oh, they've got images in it. Uh, yeah. So what's di- so the base one probably just has sort of a different tone stack. Probably I don't know which amps it's going to be modeling. Um, oh right, of course, because they'd be totally different amps. What am I talking about? Yeah. Um, well, they don't uh, seem to talk about that. Well, that's the product page for the guitar version. Oh. Um, Revolt Bass. Here we go. Revolt uh, I'll Bass. I'll throw a link in the chat. I found it. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Looks like an SVT. We got a dry wet instead of a boost. Ooh. Yeah, so they've got an Ampeg SVT 76, a Marshall uh, JMP Super Bass Mark II. And then and a modern drive, a, an which original, is definitely something they made up. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, two notes designed. I bet the two notes design rips. <laughs> it's they're, be, they're beholden to nothing. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Super tight with an abundance of gain for a thick gained to the max tone. To the max. To the max. I like that. Okay. I bet this thing is awesome. I I had something I was going to talk about to do with this. Um and now it's it's I think it's left my brain. Shoot. Hmm. Hold on. Back. Go back to the guitar one. Try to jog my memory. What was I going to ask you about this? I don't know. Damn. 
Okay. I'll jump in though and say yeah. on one of the more recent episodes of uh, Dipped in Tone, which is Rhett Shaw's podcast mm-hmm. with Zach from Mythos, um, they were talking about those UA pedals and the conversation kind of turned to like this, who are these for? Mm-hmm. And like, who is this product for? And they're bringing up, I think what are really good points about um, the, for the people who need a noiseless solution that aren't going modeling, right? Because more yeah. and more venues and and churches and all, all these players like Rhett, for example, which is right. you know kind of it's a it's a focused group of players. Let's be real, but but that's his stage world. volume is yeah stage volume is becoming a thing of the past. It kind of sounds like, <laughs> and they want it quieter and quieter and quieter. So stuff like this sounding really fucking awesome and not having stage volumes, you go direct to in-ears or whatever, that's pretty appealing. To yeah. have like a really reliable, really good direct solution. I, I the, the market for this is totally growing, I think, as sound reinforcement changes. Right, that's interesting. So when when I see something or when, when we talk about something on the show and it's like, oh, it's like a less flexible version of this, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. we look at this and we go, oh, the those UA pedals, they're a less... Mm-hmm flexible version of this, sort of a less complex version of that. It's it's like an iridium with a with a little more going on. It's like we're we're sort of comparing it that way, but yeah, um yeah. the flexibility is not always what everybody likes or or needs. Yeah. Right? And yeah, and I think I don't know, you can you can be a purist about like tube amps and pedals and guitars and just like nothing else and mic it up and be loud. Like that's I like that. I'm with you. Yeah. But the practicality of that is fading, mm-hmm. and it is. It just is. So, <laughs> right? Like it's gonna fade, no matter how strongly you believe in it. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what it's, I mean? Reality doesn't care if you believe in it. Yeah, I believe you think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I remembered what I was gonna say. Uh, th- have you ever? Used a Soldano amp in like really? No, I've I've not in my entire. I I remember years ago like playing in bands. I we ran into one band with with one guy who had a Soldano amp, and I honestly don't remember what it sounded like. And it was just like, oh, Soldano, that's that you know the SLO one hundred. That's that really well regarded amp, but mm-hmm. like, it's it's in a lot of. Th- a lot of like modeling suites and every yeah. single time I pull it out and go, oh, let's check this out. I'm like, Oh, that just sounds awful. Like it's to me, every time I put it on some guitar track I have, or I'm plugging my guitar into it compared to all the other amps, it feels like it's, it's like gutsy and, or, or not gutsy. It's lacking guts and is super brittle and has almost no power or anything. And I always like, and I, so I'm wondering like, what am I doing wrong? Why, what don't I understand about the Soldano sound? I need mm-hmm. Rhett to make a Soldano video, I guess is what it comes down to oh, so that yeah. I can understand it. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I think in my experience, I struggle with modeled martial tones, for example, Maybe your now, maybe your they, struggle space is Soldano. <laughs> what do they? Um, what does the Marshall uh, model tones do? Like, where does that put you that you don't want to be when you turn it on? What's wrong um, with the Marshall? They just under the pick. They feel a little odd to me, and um, it's not that they don't sound good. They just 
need more work to get to sound good. And I think that's also true of the Soldano models. Mm. Uh, I don't know about this one in the two notes. Maybe it's awesome right out of the gate, but because uh, I know these amps sound good, they're on every record forever. Right. You know, like they're they're the great one of the great amps. So, so that's how um, they got onto all awesome. these things. But yeah, but like Marshall for me, like it's it's typically kind of honky and maybe less clear than some other things. But yeah. sometimes that's okay. You know, but it depends kind of what guitar you're putting into it and and things like that, which I that's true for every amp and amp model. Um, but yeah, with, and maybe it's just me thinking like I should like Marshall, and maybe I don't. You know, I just end up on this. Yeah. Like I, there's a funny thing about with like my <laughs> Helix is on the floor here. Uh, you see stuff like, well, this is modeled after a '62 blah blah blah, like some super rare amp. Yeah. And people are like, well, it doesn't sound very good. Well, have you ever played a 64 AC30? No. Have you ever been in the same room as a cranked Marshall full stack? No. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these, right. these things, like they're rare or they're modeled after settings that nobody can really practically do. So like, yeah. just be honest. You don't know what this vintage blues breaker yeah. actually sounds like. The, the most You've heard you can, it on these old recordings. Right. The most you can the say is thing. this isn't working for my guitar right now. Right. Yeah. You can't say yeah. this doesn't sound good because the goal of it is to sound like this amp you've never heard. So you have no idea <laughs> yeah. if they've done a good job at that, do you? Yeah. And There's they so probably much involved have. In- I assume that when I've used these Soldano models inside of a whatever, a Helix or who knows what, I'm assuming they sound right. But it's just, it doesn't work for the guitar that I plugged into it or it's not right yeah. for the sort of thing. Or... I don't know. I think it was, is, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I was expecting I think it, also, it to sound, some of these, I was expecting it to be sort of like a different flavor of JCM 2000 for some reason. And that's probably uh, way off. Right. Cause I just I have think, no idea. I, I don't really know either. Honestly, I know it's, I know it's one of the good ones. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> um, I know and within Helix, at least, I'm sure this is true for other modelers as well. Yeah. At least in my mind. And I think some people agree with this. There are some, Amps that are just the default settings yeah. are killer, and yeah. they are one of the good ones. And you can really shape them a lot. Like what Matt's and saying, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find a bad sound in certain amps, and they they are more universal. They work with yeah. my whole guitar collection, right? They work with all of my pedals when I'm doing it on the HX Stomp setup. Like that kind of thing is more appealing to me. Um, but it doesn't mean those other ones can't sound good. It's just how much time do you want to put into it. Yeah, and really, yeah. how much time are we actually talking about here when building a new Helix preset from scratch? An hour, <laughs> right? At most, like I, I probably wouldn't spend an hour, at least in one shot, tinkering with one sound. I would do it oh. over many days. You know what I mean? Like I would. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would let it. I blanked out there yeah. for a second. I didn't understand what you were even saying. That's so. Weird. <laughs> so. But my point is, like the yeah. to to get it to. Um, if, if, if the, I'm sort of like answering my own argument yeah. here, which is like, if you think it's, well, it takes too much time to dial it in. Well, it's really not that much time. You're, you know, it's not, you're not killing a <laughs> How many a minutes whole, are in an eternity? How many minutes are in a Helix preset? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Oh my God. Okay. So, so anyway, exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I think yeah, two notes, cool shit. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, I think it's time to do some uh, pedal genieing. What do you say? I say yes. You guys ready for the bear gifts? Are you guys ready for bear gifts? Because we're about to hit it. 
Uh, let me just call the... Don't fire him off now. You guys are starting too you early. Lunatics. You gotta wait for the thing. All right, here we go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping. So you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. <laughs> I think the guy, that's a real one. The, the with it laying can, on the, the that's, it's like when yeah the, it's like those people who befriend lions in Africa and stuff. That's just madness. A, a grizzly bear like that. Hmm. Look at the Guitar size of its bear. head. We've, we've peaked. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it. Um, so we still have not updated the uh, the ad oh, copy oops. for our pedal genie ad, which definitely has the wrong prices. So uh, for the audio listeners Whoopies. who couldn't see the screen that has the correct prices on it. Uh, I'm sorry, and I should probably fix that. And maybe I'll remember. So, don't, don't count on it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a it's a strong if. Um, I see you're arming yourself with a guitar. What have What have we yeah, got in store? Yeah, just for, for the thing now? after Pedal Genie. That's all. It just now seemed like a good time to oh, equip myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't have a pedal. It's coming tomorrow. Okay, I have a pedal that I haven't opened because you, y'all, I told y'all how my week has been. Uh, but okay. we do have uh, Derek's uh, demo from the uh, Antichthon. Is, is that how we decided we were saying it? Yeah, Antichthon. Antichthon. Yeah, which we talked about in the last episode. Uh, it's a gnarly, nasty, weirdo pedal. If you cut the live stream, you understand what happened and why it was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not catch the live stream, go watch the replay because it's worth it. And in the meantime, I'm going to play the result, which I, I did do a mix on. It was a very fun mix. I I actually, I really wanted to do like a, a record of the mix because I knew this I was I was wondering be if you were going to. And I just, I had to rush through it, honestly, because I mm. was like, ah, oh, goddamn. So uh, um, do, do people like the, to, to the patrons... Do you guys dig that stuff when I've done those little kind of like those mix videos, those little extra things? Let me know. I would love to know like if people are sincerely enjoying them, I will put up more effort to actually creating them because I want to I want to put stuff out there for patrons. So um I think it's a cool this is you didn't ask me, but I think it's a cool <laughs> You're not a patron, I think it's a cool offer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a it's a cool offer and it's a cool add to the perks that you get for mm-hmm. only 2 bucks, but um that's just me. Yeah. Actually, yeah. is that a, that's open to all Patreon? Oh, well, definitely. People, isn't yeah. It? yeah. So that's, yeah. that's so a even, one dollar. Even you per. one dollar. You <laughs> one dollar. We're schlub. really, you know, I, I've been paying attention to some of the uh, Patreons from other things that I follow and interact with, and we're extremely cheap. We are very affordable. <laughs> I didn't realize that. 
most most patrons, most Patreon uh, affiliated organizations do not start at one dollar. Um, yeah, that's like a, just, that just to have did, the lowest tier. It's not that I think yeah. we deserve more than that. It's just that like I did not realize. Yeah, Patreon's a kind of a big deal. Um, anyways, I just I'll mention real quick. We have a decent number of people paying more than either yeah. of those tiers. You can choose to pay extra right. and that is amazing and we love you for that. That's and we love you in general, but especially for that, <laughs> right. it's awesome. Um so don't don't feel like you're stuck at 2 bucks. Uh it's just that we can't really offer anything extra beyond <laughs> what you yeah. get at 2 bucks. <laughs> we don't we don't feel like the value we're offering demands more than that. So it's really about it's a it's a push situation yeah. from you, not a pull from us. <laughs> yeah, if Which you want to donate anyway. like yeah, I mean, hey, throw in like a couple grand and maybe Justin will mix a song <laughs> of yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that would, that would, <laughs> what somebody, please don't do that. Yeah, that, I mean, don't, because don't I do that. Like, I, I phoned, I'm a thousand percent kidding. There's um, a, one, yeah. <laughs> One podcast I listen to, they have a thousand dollar a month tier and it covers um, them officiating your wedding. <laughs> There was uh, one of the so, uh, an organization that I'm not really associated with, but uh, does in the same runs in the same crowd that over in the, my gaming podcast. Uh, they they do some charity stuff typically around Christmas time, and this this past one, they're sort of a comedy show, and they do a lot of like writing skits and things like that. And their mm. their charity thing this past Christmas was insane, and all the different levels you could do, and like they would. At a certain point, you were donating like a thousand dollars or pounds or whatever it was, and yeah. they were like writing and recording an entire episode just for you, in which you were a character wow. cast in it, and no one would hear <laughs> it unless you personally played it for them because they would send it just directly to you, and it would not go on the air and all this stuff. There's, Holy smokes! So I mean, there's things like I don't think that I don't think we fall into that category. We don't write stories. <laughs> So we couldn't. No, <laughs> we could. You know what we could do is, for for a thousand dollars, we could we could cast and record an audio drama of whatever story Derek creates for his class. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, I feel Let's like that's that's a that's a worthy effort to put in if somebody wants to to kick in a, a lot of money. Uh, anyways. So we're talking about that demo. We're talking talking about the Antichthon. This is the eventual creation that was creationized, and I'm going to go get my pedal open while this plays. Fuzz pedal self oscillate. Now you have that shit's like <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. It ends like six times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to mention really quick before I forget the lead part of that. I did add a flanger too, so that is not the Antichthon doing that. Do, but uh, uh, okay. all the other, 
There's just just to get it to cut through a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that weird blippy stuff, though, that is the Antichthon. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, um, go get one. And, fun. and do you use the Antichthon for the bass as well? I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, bass is pretty on point on there. It was. Uh, I tried <laughs> to make sure that that low end was just uh, a solid brick wall down yeah. there at the bottom, and it it works great. <laughs> it sounds. This, the is pedal- actually, this is the first time I'm listening to it on the headphones, and it sounds fucking oh, nice. fucking brilliant. <laughs> that. Um, the on base I had it set so it was just just trying so hard to keep it under wraps you know <laughs> like the pedal yeah. was right about to blow up but uh yeah that that's where you got to set it that's awesome yeah. um okay uh is Antichthon from Catalan bread it is it is okay we've got another Catalan bread or this oh. is a Catalan bread Mosley Mosley collaboration oh not familiar with that. Oh, fuzz oh, the fuzz light. right. Fuzz light. Fuzz, fuzz right. light. Sorry. No, fuzz right. Which no, you a- had it right. You're correct. Fu- <laughs> I had a fuzz right. Fuzz right. So this is a <laughs> this is a super like simple. This is an un unpainted uh, enclosure. It's got some writing on the top, and it's got a volume and a depth knob. And uh, I need okay. to fetch a guitar, and it's probably going to be out of tune. Um, I apologize. Anyway, this is what's happening right now because this is what we do. He's doing it, everybody. Um, I just want to mention that live stream for the Antichthon was the most fun I've had doing a pedal demo and the most fun I've had doing a live stream in quite a while. So come hang out more often. It's a blast. It's like a little mini version of the podcast, but we're actually tracking the music. So, yeah. All right. looks like Derek found a product page, at least. Um, Yeah, Sweetwater. I need to plug in some stuff. 159 for this thing. This is cool knobs. They're like little hi-fi knobs. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're cool. Cattle and bread Mosley collaboration. Uh, nine volt. It says. She says she wants nine volts. Oh, so it's a it's a reproduction of the classic nineteen sixties Mosrite Fuzzrite pedal. Okay, got it. That's why it's a um a Mosley collab. It's the Mosley Estate. Ah, uh, okay, got you. Neato. All right, so I'm I'm connecting I'm connecting a guitar. I'm sorry I didn't prep any of this, sort of. That's fine. Um we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really sunk your teeth into that, didn't you? <laughs> when was the last time you watched that video of Bill O'Reilly? Uh, probably probably within the last 18 months. <laughs> Cuz he he fucking Leans in like oh, nobody has said that as severely as he said those words <laughs> ever. He's, he's uh very passionate about what he's <laughs> saying. <laughs> what a what a fucking tool that guy is. Anyway, uh, what what you, you can like, you, Let's use a plexi. I don't know. Use a soldano. <laughs> I don't. That's that. No, I don't have that in here. Yep. It's rough. I don't think I have a tuner over here. Hey, oh, here you geez. go. Tune to me just <laughs> from hundreds of miles away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Let's not do this. This is bad TV. Wait, it's cutting out on me. What did I do wrong? Uh-oh, I think I might have loose jacks on this pedal.
it to a clip-on tuner. This is painful. Uh, Just use one string. It's a fuzz pedal. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know what I... This is so... I just can't... tuning jeez that was sort of, sort of painful okay i this this amp is wrong though i this is not this is too dirty to demo a fuzz pedal with nah just do it oh god okay um all right so this is a this is a Punchy. plexi model yeah um all right so what's this pedal sound like oh good oh, <laughs> i'm glad that problem is back yeah, it seems like I've got the hum back. I don't understand why that's back, though. I'm not using that broken power supply. Oh, there you go. Use more. It's all squelchy. idea what's going on let's try to roll these back the other way less drive i mean i don't know a ton about fuzz history but it sounds to me like an old fuzz pedal yeah which i think is what it's supposed to do i don't think i like old fuzz pedals I, that's fair i feel like this hum is unreasonably obnoxious something's going on yeah i've had i've had um I've had no trouble with the last pedals, and it was because I got rid That's of... true. I had, like, a, a, a power supply, well, a one spot, one of those cheapy things that went bad yeah. on me. So I'm not using that Is it that something weird time. in your house, like your like your dryer's running? Is there anything like that? I don't think anything's no. running. Well, because I, I filter everything out here in the studio. That's true, yeah. You know? I've got them... They're all, they're all behind... Um, <laughs> Gotta play through the noise. So if I max it out. It's got it's just got all the squelchy I, I don't know. I don't I don't get this. I, I don't get fuzz pedals and I just this is the fuzziest fuzz pedal. I don't think uh, I don't think anything good's gonna come of this. It's not that I I think there's anything wrong with this, but it's definitely not made for me. Mm. There's probably like there's probably three components inside this. You know, it's one of <laughs> yeah, these old uh, <laughs> like non-existent. I mean, should I feed it less than nine volts? I don't know. Uh, man, <laughs> I don't. It think says I, nine right on it, right? I don't. Yeah, I yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I solve your problem. I don't think I have the ability to do that anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Un- unconvinced. Sorry, I I don't know. This is definitely something where you'd um, if you if this is the right pedal for you, you knew about it before I told you about it because <laughs> that's fair. Probably seeking that shit out. So yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks, yeah. Pedal Genie. I I don't know. 
try again. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, this is the glory of not actually having pedal companies send us their pedals. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. And it's, yeah, the, the low commitment, low yeah. stakes on whether low you stakes. like a pedal or not. Just send it back. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll drop this in the, you know what? I'll drop it in the mail tomorrow morning as we leave the house. <laughs> Um, so I have a me, delay pedal coming tomorrow, so that'll be that will make for some fun demos. Okay, demoing. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, what's this? Okay, this might be. Uh, I'm trying to find one a uh, uh, sound that I haven't used. Um, I th- have I played this one? That's a new one. Ah. Yeah, I didn't recognize the the, yeah Black Fountain. I didn't I didn't recognize the uh, name. So, so um, yeah. I just after work today, I had some free time, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna like make a Helix preset. Just like start blank canvas, and I want to make something. Just why not? You know, plug in my headphones. And so what I decided while I was doing it was, um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to start. Don't. Can't, I probably can't commit to this. <laughs> I'm going to try to start making a preset pretty often, like hopefully per episode, maybe not that frequently, but every now and then I want to be making a new Helix preset uh-huh. and they're going to be free and I'm going to give them away to listeners. But this is bait two of three for Discord. The catch is you have to be in our Discord to grab it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, because it's a very easy way for me to share them with you and it's a very easy way for you to reach me to to ask for it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, join the Discord and if you're a Helix user, or this includes Helix Native, um, and probably occasionally HX Stomp, this preset is too large for HX Stomp to manage. Uh, but um, if you're a Helix person and you like presets, I'm going to be making all kinds of stuff. It may not be useful, yeah. but it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and like I used to do, um, like the, uh, a couple summers ago, I did a tone of the week series, right, uh, on Instagram. So it's kind of like that, um, but it's specifically <laughs> just for like sharing presets though, and stuff, right? Because that was like Instagram. That was right. Instagram, yeah. yeah. So I want to. Um, we'll start it out like with Discord, and you know, just to get the things rolling. If you like what you're hearing, uh, I'll just send it to you. And if this gets better, <laughs> right? If if can you, it's like a real thing, files? we can. Oh, not very. So not you very, can probably it's, just it's drop not, them right into Discord. Oh yeah, we've done that yeah, over in okay. our digital rig channel, but um, digi rig channel, and uh, I'm going to make sure that I'm using all stock Helix stuff. So there's no third party IRs with this. Okay. So right anybody on. with any Helix can load them in. Yeah. And it's going to use all the built-in stuff. So what happens? Um, um, what happens if you load a preset that's too big on an HX stomp? Well, it, it just doesn't load. It just says it'll like it'll not say compatible. No. Oh, that's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, we should we should try <clears throat> yeah. to. I wonder if we can make. Well, I don't know. This is depend on the preset to sort of do it. Here, here's the you know this one's too big. Here's one with the end. Here's cut like off an abbreviated or, yeah. version. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, anyway, I just I important. had the helix here in the office. So I started with that today, and um, the preset is called the tone control episode two sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, so I'm here with my Les Paul, mm-hmm. and 
I just threw a bunch of shit on here and it was kind of fun. So um, let me pull this a little closer. So I'm using the Placator amp, Placator Dirty Channel. But I, I took the drive way down. So this is about as clean as this amp gets before it turns off. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it sounds great. I think it's um, I think it's a Friedman clone. Okay. Okay. Um, we've got the Tone Sovereign, which is the king of tone. Triangle fuzz, which is a triangle big muff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the kinky boost, which is the exotic EP booster. These are all on separate foot switches, so they will stack up together. Uh, the gray flanger. And then I've got a foot switch controlling um, the drive on the amp and the mid-range. So it's like a boost and a mid-range bump ah. um, on a foot switch. So here's the amp. And then with the boost. Okay. Ah, okay. I've got um, the Adriatic delay, which I think is my favorite delay type in Helix. Oh, so dark. It's very cool. And I have a foot switch changing the subdivision of that from a quarter note to a dotted eighth. So I switch that. Right on. Nice. That was a fun trick I did in Delaney a bunch because we would go from quarter note to dotted eighth a lot. And uh-huh. I wanted the um, the same delay tone, mm-hmm. but just with a different subdivision. So, and then I've got um, a stereo delay. I'm not hooked up in stereo here, so you're not going to hear this. But um, the new Heliosphere delay. Oh, I, I hear what's adds, supposed to be stereo about it. Yeah. yeah. So it adds reverb to one of the sides, and I think oh. that side like changes. It's a great sound. Um, and I've also got a stereo reverb, just a big old reverb. Uh, and then a sub octave, just because, like, you got to bring the beef sometimes. <laughs> and then on the expression pedal, because why not? <laughs> nice. So you can get some like totally, totally wacky shit. <laughs> yeah, so this is all one patch. So just for example, that was As the goes fuzz. turning off everything one by one. <laughs> yeah, this is all in stomp box mode. So this is the fuzz, the boost, um, the big delay, the big reverb, and of course the whammy <laughs> on the expression it. pedal. Because <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and uh, that clicks. So the, the expression pedal on Helix will click down like a wah pedal. Uh-huh. So that foot switch is tied to that. So anyway, um, 
This is all up for grabs if you're in Discord. Um, I'm going to... All this to, can be yours. All of it is yours. For the price of turning up. Of, of showing up in Discord. <laughs> and um, it was fun to make. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to like take requests necessarily, but I think um, it's going to happen. It's just fun to just gonna, try a bunch of different shit requests. together. <laughs> but like, you know, like check this out. Uh, Right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get a copyright claim. But, yeah. Anyway, really fun. (laughs) Nice. Really, really fun. So um, if you want that, just give me a shout, and I'll throw it in Discord. And that'll be a thing from now on, maybe. Cool. Yeah, and that's... the the talk in chat. So, yeah, I mean that you're using you're doing it on the floorboard version, but any version will work mm-hmm. as long as it has enough blocks. Yeah. Right. Um, so this will load up into Helix, uh, Helix LT, I believe, as well. I'm not 100 percent sure of that, but like if it doesn't, you may just have to change the stereo effects to mono. Uh-huh. That saves a lot of power. Um, this is running. Uh, let me peek. This is using both signal paths because, like, I ran out right. of DSP on one of them. So um, the stereo stuff takes up a lot of power. Yeah. So, and it comes with the foot switches all assigned. I did not do um, snapshots just because I kind of ran out of time. But um, maybe I'll do those in the future, depending what's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nifty, nifty. Um, and yes, Taylor, I, I would. I would love to have a Helix. It would be a great thing to have around here. Um, it's not it's not proved necessary, and all these sorts of things become business expenses for me. So as soon as it uh, as soon as it would actually make me legitimate money to buy one, I'd, I'd have one here in a couple of days. I live yeah. very close to Sweetwater's headquarters, so uh, yeah, it'd be here in no time. Anywho. Anywho, yeah, just I thought about like kind of demonstrating some mm-hmm. uh, some fun stuff I like to do, like applying multiple amp controls to one foot switch right. and applying the subdivision to a foot switch, things like that. Uh, and then I was like, well, I've got one foot switch empty here. I got to put something in there. How about a whammy? <laughs> <laughs> like, Brilliant. let's just get weird, you know? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and yeah, if, if people are super into it, I can see people chatting about the HX stomp. Um, can also kind of share the the settings like as a as an image. If you want to like take a look at the HX edit screen and make it in something else, that's cool too. We'll figure it all right. out. It would be easy to pull like half of that, yeah. not including the stereo mm-hmm. part, and maybe leave off a couple of things so that it fits on on HX. Well, like right, like the sure. whammy won't work unless you had an external uh, sure. expression pedal. But yeah, right, right. That's cool. 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 All right. Um, all right. Well, let's, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we've got. So I think we're going to, we're going to do some thing of the week mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to figure out which of these sound, which of these, oh, here's an old, I think this is another oldie. Oh, it's when I played uh fucking that song. <laughs> is it, um, yeah, um. Some reverb? I guess so. Uh, I think this pedal is called Ghost Echo. Ghost Echo. I didn't write down like what make it's from. Who makes the Ghost Echo? Looking it up. EQD. Earthquaker. 
Ghost Echo. So I guess I guess that counts as a delay. I don't know. It sounds like it's Ghost a sort Echo. Of a mix. I think it's a reverb. Yeah, it just called it vintage voice reverb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Neat. All right. Um, I don't. I I'm racking my brain trying to think if I have a thing of the week. Um, so okay. why don't you why don't you talk about yours and we'll uh, we'll see if I come up with anything. <laughs> my thing of the week I heard of on another podcast on Dipped in Tone again referencing that again uh-huh. uh, and it the recommendation itself is a podcast so we're like again three podcasts deep. <laughs> um, it's a podcast from NPR called How I Built This. Yeah, and I listened to two episodes recently. Uh, it's an interview-based show, and they they interview people uh, who have kind of <clears throat> uh, built cool things, whether that's products, businesses, um, movements, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I listened to, to two episodes, and I, I very strongly recommend them. One is on Tim Leatherman, creator of the Leatherman. <laughs> and the other is um, I edited I, an I'm, interview with him once when he was on another podcast. Oh no, kidding! That I happened to work for. Yeah, he was inter- uh, Tim Leatherman was inter- interviewed once on a show that while I was uh, in production on that show. So, whoa! Hang on, do you hear that? I do. Sorry, that's a plane going by. That's very loud plane. We're pretty close to the airport. Um, oops. Yeah. Okay. Uh, th- sometimes the military is out here running drills at night. Uh-huh. So maybe it's that. Um, how do I? I'm just looking up the episode I heard earlier today. Um, I like their podcast art. Yeah, me too. So, okay, <laughs> Jason Citron. Uh, cre- oh, no, don't open the podcast app. That's not what I want. Jason Citron was on it. I listened to it today. He is the man who created Discord. And oh. it is an amazing story and an amazing interview about how they came up with Discord and like the the many failed video game launches and stuff like that, um, the other chat clients and like the boom of social media at the time. Really, really cool to figure out how we got to here. Yeah. And they talk about like all the way up to around the time that this podcast started a Discord server. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember, you know, the the community very clearly moving away from it's just for gamers. And right. they talk about that at yeah. near the end. And they're like, yeah, we get to 2019 and we did all this market research. And they're like, I want to use this for my study group. And please, t- I can't convince people it's not just for gaming. Right. And so they like totally pivoted. And now it's just for like people to have communities about anything. Right. Because why and would it be just for game? I mean, what, what? Yeah. That's how it started. And yeah. they're like, it, it took them a little while to kind of like, move beyond their original mission and stuff and their original goals right. uh, to, to realize the potential and, and what it could be used for. So um, I'm going to be checking out a bunch of other episodes. I've got a few on my phone that I'm looking forward to, including, uh, let's see how I built this. Uh, the people who created Goodreads, Discovery Channel, Audible, Burt's Bees, Chipotle, all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And yeah, so far they've been really just awesome conversations, awesome interviews. The the one with Tim Leatherman is is so crazy. He's got the craziest story uh, revolving around how he got that product to market. That is true. And it took it took <laughs> way longer than it should have. And by all accounts, should have failed. It's it's awesome. So anyway, that's my recommendation. It's mm-hmm. a podcast called How I Built This. All right. Shoot. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give you a uh, a TV program 
and it's not even um, on anymore. Well, it's kind of on. Um, okay. <laughs> I, so, all right. So I'm going to say, uh, because I've been thinking about it a bit lately, uh, The Expanse. Mm. This this was a series of books, and before that, I didn't know it, that. It, before that, it was an attempt to create a tabletop role playing game, didn't and then that eventually that turned into books uh, created by these two people who both sort of write as a suit as a as a collective pseudonym, um, okay. and then uh, and then got made into a TV show. But I'm saying I've actually never read any of the books. Um, the TV show is very literally like my favorite TV show that's ever been made. That, that isn't Futurama. Futurama is in a different... It's a sci-fi, like a kind of a mostly hard sci-fi drama show. Um, I watched like the first season. Yeah. And I, it, I just fell away from it for no reason. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I just I forgot about it or something. Um, I should put something up on the... Uh, see if I can... Uh, so, uh, there's so currently, actually uh, Amazon has it. Right. Um, so it's it, the TV show started on um, on sci-fi on sci- on the sci-fi network, and it ran for three seasons, and it got canceled. And um, move tab to other window, blamo. Um, so it uh, it it's it it got canceled, and then uh, what happened was basically the fan base more or less petitioned uh, Amazon to to pick it up and reignite that that flame, so to speak, and in, including um, people showing up and holding like a, not a protest, but what would be the opposite, just like an attention-getting gathering mm. at some place where Jeff Bezos was going to be uh, <laughs> and like waving signs at him and stuff like that until he, eventually they... So anyway, uh, they picked it up and, and ran three more seasons of it. Um, and it stayed good. It's crazy. It's, um, it's an excellent show. Like all good sci-fi, it's really kind of about the people and the characters, but set in a world that is, uh, intense and it's from a high level, the, the acting and the characters are great. The setting is fantastic and they do a good job of being hard sci-fi without letting it sort of get in the way. So they're not going to spend a lot of mm. time talking in a lot of jargon, but you know, this they 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 don't have fake gravity like in Star Trek. Uh there isn't air and stuff like that where there's, there's more planes. Um, it's probably the same plane. It's going to go all night. <laughs> they're running drills. They, yeah, they come and they, they do a loop and then they touch down and go back up. Yeah. Yeah. Touch and goes. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, but but the, from from a television perspective, the thing that's fantastic—not just like what's going to happen next in the story—but they really do manage to end like every episode in in all of six seasons with like a, "Oh my god, are you fucking serious right now?" So you have to watch the next episode. Yeah. So uh, nice. it's it's really solid, and um, maybe I'll give that another go um, when I'm just like. In zombie mode, when yeah. the baby comes, it's it's. <laughs> uh, I have I have watched the entire thing. Well, the last season just came out like last uh, year, uh, okay. so I've only seen season six 
one time all the way through. But every other, every other, like the entire rest of the show, I've definitely watched at least three times all the way through. And uh, <laughs> it's been a bit, because it was like end of last year when the, the season six. So at this point, it's been a few months and I'm starting to get the itch. So this is like a mainstay in my life at this point. Awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a great show. So anyway. Nice. Um, that's another... Um, Horrible ending. Oh, also, I, it didn't really have just, an ending. Here's the thing. Here's the secret. <laughs> it sort of had an ending, but there's more story in the books than was ever made into TV, and they kind of ended what they're planning on producing on Amazon. But who knows what the hell's going to happen? I think at this point, because there's okay. definitely a lot more. There's even more in the show that they they just kind of leave open ended because it's everybody who read the books knows that there's like a whole other scene mm-hmm. going over here and going on over there, and so anyway. Um, before I forget, uh, Adam Savage has tested yeah. the YouTube channel and many things. He's done a lot of content with like the prop masters for, um, the expanse. Yes. So yes. from a while back, I think like a season was coming out and he did all these like deep dives into the right. costuming and, and the props and stuff. It was, I didn't and watch a ton of it, but I, I did watch it for a fan. That. You got to check that out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's great. And the, the way that like they, they use a lot of magnetic boots so that they can, when they don't have uh, thrust, like basically if the ship is pushing, then they walk around. Because the ships are basically like tall buildings, um, mm-hmm. but if the ship isn't thrusting, they have to use their mag boots, and the mag boots are like these little—I don't remember if it's like it's like a snap bracelet or something, but it's like this thing that was sort of like a pre-made child's toy that they kind of repurposed and put into the boot so that the light would turn on and off at the right time, and like uh, <laughs> just the the evolution of the helmets and stuff. Yeah, Adam Savage did a great job. Well, whatever, it's fucking Adam Savage. Are you kidding me? So yeah, yeah, everything he does is a great Obviously. job. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, okay. Well, I liked it a lot, and and you should too. So that's 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 about it. That's about it for me. What do you think? Cool. Yeah, I, I'm good. Want to get out of here? Yeah, let's 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 do let's let's get out of there. So um, if you enjoyed the program, and I hope that you did. Then you should come join us in Discord where you can find all kinds of fun stuff. In fact, what I'm just going to send you to is, where's our super link? Oh, uh, if you just type exclamation point links in the chat, that'll bring up that. Oh, but don't we have like a... Oh, yeah. Hang on. Hold on. Link. It's coming. Linked. Oh, my God. Link. Link tree. We have a a thing that has all of our links. It's link... TR.ee and I can never when I'm typing it, I can never remember where the dot is. <laughs> it's Linktree with a dot somewhere. I don't know. Try experiment. Yeah. Um, there's Discord. You can find us on Patreon and um, and of course wherever pod wherever fine podcasts are sold and also regular podcasts. Uh, and you should leave a review. <laughs> that should be link. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yep, I'm fading out. Okay. Okay. So, do you want me to do the read again? I did it last time. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. Okay. And don't, didn't we okay. decide on a name? A name was. Oh decided yeah, that's upon. that's what I that's what I was grabbing. That's what um, you're about to do. Tell them, tell them about the Patreon okay. a little bit. So I'll Patreon, do the names in a second. Um, you can find the links all at at Linktree slash the Tone Control with a dot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm back. You're I'm good? having so okay. much fun. No, no, it's fine. No, I want to keep going. You just okay. go there and find us on Discord, find us on Patreon. If you want to support the show for as little as a dollar a month, we're extremely cheap date on Patreon. Uh, and if you want to double down for just $2 a month, you can be in the super duper club, the Royal We, as we like to say, which gets you a special role in Discord where you can join us to be here in the chat at the show. Oh. And you can tell me about how the expanse was apparently bad. And, uh, and you can only do that if you come into Discord. So, so well, sorry, you can only do that if you come into Discord and join Patreon at at least $2 a month. And we thank those supporters ever, ever, ever so much. Um, and sorry, uh, I'm changing the name of the, the group to the Super Duper Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now for $2 a month, you can be a member of the Super Duper Club. There's nobody better. End of story. And uh, the Patreon, the patron supporters uh, for this week. Whew. All right. They're going to include Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S., Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Wemus <laughs> Lee Mulligan. <laughs> 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 Mako Guitars Hey Matt Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove Oh god I gotta scroll OG friend of the show Brian Rizzi Doug Christ of 37 Effects Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects And Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre Of the Tone Jerks Podcast Fantastic Woo! That's gonna do it We miss Lee Mulligan <laughs> That came to me while I was feeding the dog earlier <laughs> That's great All right, guys. Well, you pulled me out of quite of a funk, and this is a great start to a vacation. Thanks for hanging out. Enjoy. Good night. Or good day. Goodbye. I don't know. Goodbye. Goodbye.